Okay, y'all. So as you can see from the title of this podcast, you already know what I'm going to be talking about, but I don't think you know how deep I'm about to go with this. As we all know, the autistic billionaire Elon Musk, and I mentioned his autism because I didn't even know he was on the spectrum until recently, bought out Twitter for a whopping $44 billion. Now, the way that this has been presented to us is that he bought Twitter so that he can allow us to practice more free speech. And again, I've told you guys before to get a Twitter because that's literally where I find all my information. But if you've noticed on Twitter, if you have one, a lot of people have had their accounts banned or shadow banned or deleted or whatever you may have it because of the type of tweets that they make, me being one of them. Now, my account is not banned, but I have gotten a lot of flags and shadow banning or whatever. So, um, of course, many things were labeled as misinformation or misleading, depending on whoever was the outlet, and which was really, really annoying, because it was the truth. But for me, it would get super frustrating seeing something that I really wanted to share with everyone, only for it to be shadow banned or deleted or flagged for whatever reason, which like made me just want to delete my entire social media because I was like, okay, if I can't show anyone anything and they can't see it, then what is the point of me continuing to post? But y'all, I did not quit. I'm still on there. So on the truth-seeking conservative Republican side or whatever that isn't the left of the mainstream media, those people were very happy about this acquisition because they or we feel that now we can say whatever we want to and we won't have any consequences for it, which no, that's not the case. However, you know the saying, things, if it's too good to be true, it probably is. Like just because it looks good doesn't mean it is. There's no way looking at this that I'm thinking, oh, wow, now I can say whatever I want to, and we just make the smooth transition over, and that's it. But of course, I did do some digging, and as usual, like I usually do, I have come across a lot of information that has made me feel a little uneasy about this whole thing, because one... I don't trust anyone who gets pushed up the mainstream media, anyone who makes national news or whatever it is presented in a kind of way, because they wouldn't talk about them if there wasn't some hidden agenda behind it. Whether it's race, whether it's sexuality, all of that, when it gets boosted up, there is a purpose and an intent behind it because, of course, they want you to think a certain way. So are you ready for what I found? I have dug through a lot of tweets. I read a lot. Y'all know I read all day. Like I'm on my phone all the time, constantly reading, constantly absorbing information. And of course, I'm connecting the dots to what I feel like is leading the cattle to slaughter. The cattle being you and me, or maybe just y'all, not me. (laughs) Just right off the bat, knowing who he is and what he's about, I am not for the whole AI acquisition or chipping our brains or anything that has to do like with too futuristic stuff, advanced technology, all of that, like that's not me. And the more complicated things are, and as I've seen, you know, from history or what I read or have heard about, once people have been given the power of new technology, a lot of times with these ancient civilizations and stuff, what I've read and what I've heard, not that anyone alive today would know, but when you get this technology and it's intended for one thing, And then you abuse that power, things are going to get out of hand. And if it gets into the wrong hands, it could be used in a way that is very, like, dangerous for the people. So let's first start off with them introducing Elon into the mainstream, or at least when I started to realize he was becoming more mainstream. And I was like, okay, they're propping him up for a reason. So 
I have a tweet from Elon on December 21st, which December 21st of 2021 was apparently the start of the new age, the new whatever, the end of the old and the beginning of the new. So December 21st of 2017, he says, I love Twitter. And then someone responds, you should buy it. And then he goes, how much? So fast forward four years, four months, and four days. That's 444. So now the conspiracy me sees these numbers. And every time I see numbers, I'm like, oh, that means something. Because there are always the same numbers that recur over and over and over again. So he buys Twitter for $44 billion. And as soon as I saw the 44, I was like, okay, this has to do with something with like numerology or gematria. Because again, anytime you see a specific set of numbers in the news, there's some meaning behind it. So uh, like 33, which 33 comes up at a lot with like Freemasonry and whatever. So 33, 333, 13, 56, 42, all of those numbers are like recurring in the news. And I urge you to look these up whenever you have a chance and what they mean. So it gets even more interesting. So in Gematria, Musk equals 44 and Twitter equals 444. Twitter was born on the 115th day of the year, which is April 25th. And in Gematria, Twitter equals 115. Three years and 33 weeks after Elon was on the Joe Rogan podcast, he buys Twitter. Again, that 333. So already with all of this, I was like, okay, this is a front for something because there's no way that this guy just comes in, saves social media, and now we can just post whatever and do whatever. Like that's not going to happen. So I did some more digging and I found some more posts from different people about all of this. So if you've heard about the World Economic Forum or WEF, you can see that, of course, it's headed by these prominent figures, these rich people who are putting on this front like they want to create this kumbaya world where everyone benefits. But, you know, that is not the case because, again, anything that sounds too good and is too good to be true, I don't believe it. So they have this Twitter account and their tweets eerily match up with the same stuff that Elon has talked about. And then I found out that he, back in, I believe, the early 2000s was a youth global leader or he became the um, leader of the, whatever, the young people who are a part of the World Economic Forum. So right there, I was like, okay, red flag. So there is an article that came out that said Bill Gates and Elon Musk share a daily scheduling habit that helps them tackle their busy schedules. The fact that they even put him with this man, Bill Gates, who I just cannot stand anymore. Like, I, again, all these people who I used to like, like Oprah and Bill Gates, I'm like, wow, they're so great. They're philanthropists. And now I'm looking at them and every time I see them, I want to throw up. So the fact that they put Bill Gates and Elon Musk together, I'm like, mm, mm, mm. I don't like it. But back anyways, back to the World Economic Forum. They sent a tweet about carbon tax saying, why carbon tax is crucial to curbing climate change. Now, you already know that I think this whole climate crisis is fake. And of course, the climate changes like it's, I mean, it's manufactured by the government, y'all. Stuff changes all the time. It's sunny, it's tornadoes, it's hurricanes, all of that. So this whole climate thing, like... It's nonsense. It is just a front for something else, and you already know that. So, anyways, back in, in May of last year, Elon tweeted about saying um, it's time or it's high time that there was a carbon tax. 
So again, the World Economic Forum say why carbon tax is crucial to curbing climate change. And then Elon tweets out, it's high time that there was a carbon tax. Like, okay. So now those people who are just like super fans of him and see him as someone who is more leaning towards the right or at least someone who shorts favoritism towards the right or anybody who's just for free speech, they're going to look at him like, yes. And, and I just see it. Like, I see people, like, anytime he tweets something, they're just, like, all for it. doesn't even matter what he's saying. It's just because it's him. And that's crazy how people, celebrities, these prominent figures have such a stronghold on people. Now, granted, you know, I look at celebrities and I'm like, cool, cool outfit, like, your talent, whatever. But to live your life behind it or truly believe everything, I'm not, like, really for it. And it it causes a lot of concern. Whenever somebody starts to pull up more information about them, I'm like, okay, let me, let me take a step back because there are a lot of people I used to like and now I don't know. Just like my boy, Donald Trump, I don't even know if I can call him my boy anymore because he started to push the vaccines and I am not for that. So he's not my favorite anymore. But anyways, the World Economic Forum put out another article or tweet or whatever and says, Four reasons cities should embrace universal basic income. So again, here comes Elon in 2020 saying, as a reminder, I am in favor of universal basic income. First of all, the idea that everyone should just make the exact same amount of money is ridiculous. Like while it would help those who don't make as much, those who have the means, the creativity, whatever, the power to make more should be able to and there should not be a cap to it. I am not jealous of rich people. I think people, if they want to make a lot of money, then they should. Like, that's them. It's a free, our country is a free country. You can have whatever business you want to. There should not be a limit to how much you can make because it's just not fair. So that's that's just my opinion. So already right there, I don't agree with him with that. And then the World Economic Forum, WEF, tweeted out three tactics to overcome COVID-19 vaccine hesitancy. You already know how I feel about that stuff, y'all. But then here comes Elon tweets out, to be clear, I do support vaccines in general and COVID vaccines specifically. The science is unequivocal. I'm like, uh, no, sir. Then the World Economic Forum tweeted out, would you let your employer plant a microchip in your hand? These workers have. Now, I believe I've talked about this before, this whole microchipping thing and how they would try to present it. But then Elon, of course, we all know him for being the AI guy. He tweets out, creating a neural lace is the thing that really matters for humanity to achieve symbiosis with machines. Machines. You implant a microchip. That microchip is the machine. And you, the human, they want you to merge and be one. Why in the world do we want to integrate with machines? We are human. We do not need any kind of foreign DNA, anything implanted into us to change us in our natural state. So based off of all of those four tweets alone, I'm like, yeah, this guy is not a savior whatsoever. And then there's this article that they put out about him talking about a one world government and said, in his talk to the WEF, Elon Musk discussed how society needs to work together to create some kind of world government. He stated that this would be necessary to address the challenges posed by climate change. Here we go again with the freaking climate change. Like, who cares? It is so ridiculous. 
So if you listen to other episodes of mine, especially the Astroworld one, you know that I have mentioned CERN. Now, of course, I don't know every single aspect of what they're all about, but what I have researched and from what they have talked about, about black holes and portals, there's suspicion of them messing with time and timelines. So they have also have a very interesting statue in front of their headquarters. So if you have time to do a quick Google search, look up what statue is in front of the CERN headquarters and see for yourself. I won't get into that, but I want you to look it up. But anyways, Elon offered to build CERN's particle accelerator tunnel. Now, I'm not going to pretend I know what that means, but apparently working on a particle accelerator was his goal when he was in college. A hyperloop and digging a pit for his boring, quote, tunnel. In 2019, there was an article that said Elon Musk said he could build a new particle accelerator tunnel for cheap. This was in a response to a tweet from a MIT technological review. So I think of the movie Ant-Man anytime I think of CERN and what they're all about. So this whole quantum realm thing. And if you watched it, they get really, really small and then they go through time. I don't even know what happens, but y'all should watch it if you haven't seen it. And not that I just know, again, everything about this super science-y stuff, but I don't like it. There's something weird about it. He said, Elon said he wanted to bang particles together and see what happens. Like, it's just, oh, like, let's mess with time. Let's mess with, you know, dimensions, whatever. I don't even know what the heck goes on over there. But I just know that it's not good. So, again, I tell you guys that movies tell you a lot, but in the form of entertainment. So, in Iron Man, and if you haven't seen that by now, I don't know where you've been. Because I'm going to tell you what happens. Robert Downey Jr. said that he decided to sit down with Elon to get the inspiration from his movie or for his movie for that role and this was actually written in 2020 but in january of this year in a new comic it's teased that elon musk could be a real world variant of tony stark aka iron man Um, there's this guy named dr octopus he explains what it means to be a fixed variant and he lists stark or tony stark as an example of someone who exists in every world within the universe or in the multiverse How many times can you duplicate yourself to exist in many places at one time? Or can you? Or are you? I don't even know. Like, what the heck? How can you be in every world within the multiverse? I mean, if you bang some particles together, like he said, and see what happens, you might be able to. I don't know. So again, in the movie, Tony Stark, he constructs his own small-scale particle accelerator in the basement uh, levels of his home. And in order to create a new element whose structure was discovered by Howard Stark, um, who hid its schematics in a model for the Stark Expo, he used um, an intensified stream of subatomic particles from the accelerator. And then Tony was successfully able to synthesize his own new element, which then he used to create a more stable, perfected of the arc reactor. Now you're probably like, what the heck did you just say? Y'all, you got to watch the movie. Because again, it just is very like sciencey and technologically advanced that I'm just like, uh, I'm just going to like kind of put context clues together and think, hey, this is not a good thing. So the media is repeatedly referring to Elon Musk and this Twitter news like as chaos. And as you see, they put him, or they make him out to be some like far right wing person or at least a person who, you know, that these conservatives or more free speech free speech people are 
um, flocking towards. So I believe it's kind of like when they overdid the whole like fake Will Smith slap thing that there was just like nonstop in the news forever. And I think that's the same thing that what they're doing with Elon and Twitter. Like it's some kind of programming ritual um, to make you believe like one thing or the more that they do it, the more that you'll be engulfed or persuaded by it. Maybe the more angry you'll get or the more excited you'll get whatever side you're on. So somehow, for some reason, like you're going to have an opinion on it. And speaking of opinions, a lot of people had an opinion on Trump. And did you realize that, well, you probably already knew this already, that Trump and Elon were working together with the whole space thing. So again, all of this made me think of Trump and Space Force and Elon and all that. And I can't really put my finger on what they're doing, but they're doing something. And again, I don't know if you guys have Twitter. I don't know what you're looking at, but I do see a lot of tweets that Elon puts out that they're like little jokes and people think it's funny. And then again, I pick up on everything and I'm like, this has to mean something. This is a clue for something. He tweeted out saying that he was going to buy up Coca-Cola and put the cocaine back in it. And a lot of people thought it was funny. And of course, it was received very well. I don't even know how many likes and retweets it had. But then I go to Coca-Cola's page and I see that they tweeted something about a portal. Again, CERN, portal, time, all of that. And it reads, take the superhighway to Pixel Point. Portal now open. Use code to access. And underneath, there's like this little video, some type of like futuristic cartoon pixelated thing. So I was like, mm, what does that mean? So if you haven't heard, Elon Musk owns a corporation called Neuralink. And I went to their website, and the first thing I see is their About Us, which reads, Neuralink is a team of exceptionally talented people. We are creating the future of brain interfaces, building devices now that will help people with paralysis, inventing new technologies that will expand our abilities, our community, and the world Meaning they want to put a chip in your brain so they can control you. Now on the surface, it seems like that's something that we can use for people with disabilities, like quadriplegics, all of that. And why not? Make the face of someone with a disability or autism the head of it. So hopefully by now you have seen and heard the whole like microchip thing and the stuff that they want to put into you. And in no way, again, do I think this is a good idea. If you watch stuff like The Eternals, again, y'all, if you haven't seen that movie, go watch it. And, and stuff that I've read about past civilizations, you know that apparently a lot of these civilizations were wiped out because they abuse the technology that they were given. Like in Atlantis, supposedly, that they were given this amazing technology and people were using it for something bad. So I think with this entire thing, they will code it as one way, but then abuse it just like in an episode of Black Mirror. There's an episode where this doctor uh, comes across this little machine that allows him to feel pain wherever his patients feel it so that he can better detect where to begin the treatment or surgery. However, he starts to abuse it because he gets that high of like almost death. And I think that when you die or you're about to die, like you get this like really euphoric feeling. That's what I'm assuming because I don't believe that it's... um something negative. So you get this euphoric feeling because here on earth, this isn't where we're supposed to be. Like anything after this is supposed to be like better. So that feeling that he gets, he puts this little thing on his head and then he um, starts to touch the patient. And then he starts to get addicted to the ones who are about to die or he 
doesn't allow treatment because he's they're nearing death and he'd rather feel that feeling. So it, it just got really crazy. So it's called um, the Black Museum if you want to watch it. So again, this whole like abusing power thing, you're presented a piece of technology that is used or supposed to be used for one thing, but then you abuse it and take it too far. Now, again, I don't want to ruin the episode for you, even though it's really old. You should go watch it and see what happens when he takes it like out of where it's supposed to or how it's supposed to be used. So again, what do we do with all this information? Because I've been rambling on and on about Elon Musk and how I don't feel that he is a savior or doing anything good. Do we sit back and watch everything unfold? I don't look again at any of these people to come save the day as they're all puppets being used to lead us to slaughter. Now, I do like to present this information, though, to make you more aware of whenever you see something such as like numbers or anyone getting like super, you know, news coverage and it's like nonstop. Take their tweets, take their posts, take their articles and dig. Again, if you have Twitter, always look under the comment section. A lot of people dissect more information and there are a lot of people's posts who are hidden. And that's where you get the real good info from, y'all, because a lot of people are shadow banned still. So you have to click on the hidden replies. So I say all this to say, y'all, just pay attention. Thank you so much, y'all, again, for supporting me and always listening. There are some of you who listen to every single episode and you are the best. I appreciate y'all so much. I'm trying to grow this thing. So if you can, please share and comment and like. Wherever I post it on my socials, if you could post it on your story, like you would be so amazing and I will love you forever. I would appreciate it because every little thing counts. Like it just, it just takes one tweet. It takes one repost. Like you don't know who someone else is following or even who's watching your content. They don't even have to be following you because I got a lot of people like that too. They just watch my stuff and they don't even follow me. But it just takes one retweet, one post, one comment for somebody to be like, hey, I saw you on so-and-so. Hey, let's do this. Let's work. Let's branch out. Let's make this a big thing. I would appreciate it so much if y'all did that. Because I want to make this a career. I'm tired of working. I mean, I'm still going to be working because this does take a lot of work to do this and edit and upload and all that. But I want a different part of my life to happen. And it will happen. So I'll be putting my socials in the description of this episode, y'all. And thank you again. Don't trust Elon Musk. And I will see y'all later.